All right. Hello, 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 people. Hello. This is Bernice Simone with Do You See What I See? And this is definitely a big conversation going on right now in the world. There has been a video that has gone viral of a teacher basically beating the hell out of a kid. A lot of people say assault on teacher's behalf. Some say assault on the little girl's behalf. However, for me, this is a big systemic conversation and it really is something that I charge to the community. And because these are black people, African-Americans, whatever label you want to put on it, they are, they are melanated. You have an eight, eighth grader who decided to be disrespectful. She's on her phone. The teacher takes her phone. She gets up and she decides, oh, I'm going to go challenge this teacher. You have some kids in the school that is actually recording and they're watching as this teacher beats the hell out of this little girl and then falls on her, sits on her, however you want to explain what happened. And you have her saying, go get someone else, go get a teacher, go do this, go do that. You know, the teacher in some ways did her due diligence after she beat the hell out of the little girl. <laughs> and so for me, my first response was, I would have did the same thing as a teacher. Not to the extent of sitting on her, but yes, I probably would have put my hands on, on the little girl. That's just me personally. Because you do have a lot of these little kids who are feeling like they're big and bad and they're becoming very disrespectful. And so, yes, that probably would have been me. Not to that extent, not to where I'm sitting on a little girl doing this or doing that. Because growing up, I have seen a lot of my teachers who are heavy set, big. They're being mistreated or made fun of, and at some point they snap. I've seen a teacher do that, quite a few teachers. And then being one of those little kids who I put myself in this little girl's shoes purposefully because from experience, I was one of the students that made fun of my algebra teacher in high school. She was tall. She was heavyset. But she had what we all know as cellulite. And I was calling her golf ball booty, golf ball legs, because she would wear these tight brown spandex. And you could see the indentions in her legs from the cellulite. She was heavy set. And in hindsight, it was wrong. But my friends and I made so much fun of this lady who loved her, who loved her job. She didn't take off any sick days. She didn't take any vacations. She had an entire semester worth of sick days and vacation days stored up because she loved her job. She decided to take all of her vacation days and sick days for the entire semester and retire. Simply because my friends and I made fun of her so bad. She would have had every right to do what she did to us because we, we weren't adults. We were in high school, but we were still old enough to know better. And so that's when I come to this little girl. She decided to do what she was doing. The teacher took the phone and she's like, all right, let's make this go viral, which it did. She went and she went at this teacher. And this teacher decided to beat her ass. And so now we're looking at the simple fact that this little girl, she was hurt because she was a little girl. She's only in the eighth grade. I want to look at the parents now. Where's mom? Where's dad? If they're in the picture. This little girl may be the perfect picture of health at home, i.e. me, which is the reason why this is something that touches because I can see myself on both ends of the spectrum of the student and the teacher. 
at home, I was the perfect child. I did what I was supposed to do. I got yelled at. I got fussed at. But out in public, oh, I was a badass. I was disrespectful. I was cussing out teachers. I was definitely had a moment where my eighth grade science teacher decided to try to stop me from leaving the classroom. So for context, we were making ice cream in my science class. She was showing us, you know, chemistry and how you can make ice cream just by putting ice in a bag with salt, cream, and all these different ingredients. And for once, I was actually behaving myself. I was being the, you know, model student. And this came after we had already gotten to a confrontation because I was late. And so after this confrontation that I had with this teacher, she decided that she was going she was going to make sure I did everything I was supposed to do. Right. I was definitely that kid. And for once, <laughs> behaving myself, like I said, she decided to say, all right, you've been disrespectful. You've been disrupting my class. You've been coming at me. And, you know, needless to say, she was white. And I wasn't doing this because she was white. I was doing it because she was an adult. And for me, if you're an adult and you begin to treat me or disrespect me as a child, then for me, I lost respect for you as an adult. And now I'm already thinking I'm an adult because of my household situation. I'm grown now. You're not going to disrespect me like that because you feel like you can do whatever you want to do because I'm a kid. And so in my eighth grade class, we're making this ice cream. Some of my friends who were over there shaking, they spilled all the ice and ice cream on the floor and they were sitting next to me. And I'm laughing because I just told them, dude, hold the top of the bag. Don't shake it from the bottom without holding the top of the bag. You're going to spill all that stuff on the floor. I know what I'm doing. And next thing you know, ice cream stuff on the floor. And I'm laughing. I walk away from them like, aha, uh-huh, y'all got to clean that up. Well, this is the moment where she take the time out to you know, say, y'all got to clean this up. I'm looking at them like they did it. And they looking at her like, my bad. But she's still singling me out. So long story short, I'm trying to leave the classroom. And she's like, no, you're not leaving till you clean this stuff up. I'm like, I didn't do that. You're not leaving till you clean this up. I'm like, I didn't do that. So I proceed to walk out and she steps in front of me. I'm like, I didn't do that. I didn't do anything, didn't say anything wrong. And I'm looking at her teacher's assistant which is the perspective that I want to put on all of the kids in the classroom. Her teacher's assistant, whose name I'll say was Mr. Glenn, he liked her. He didn't say nothing to her. He saw what happened, but he didn't say nothing. There was a few other of my classmates in the room that saw that it was not me this time. I did not do this. They didn't say nothing. Everybody just watched and walked out. And so I'm like, no. So I stood there. She stood in front of me. I went to walk again. She stepped in front of me. And what she did wasn't as assaulting or abusive as some people would say. She took her fingers and poked me in the chest. And she poked me in the shoulder. I'm like, look, Ms. Shlum, you better not touch me. At this moment, I'm getting heated. I didn't touch you. So you shouldn't touch me. 
and she then pushes me. I step back. I caught my balance on the ice that was behind us as I put my hand on the desk. And I went to go rush past her. And because I was a lot bigger than she was, because I play basketball, I lift weights, I was a lot bigger than she was. And as I went to go past her, she almost slipped and fell. And she said, oh, my God, you hit me. And then she went to grab me. My saving grace was the security guard who was standing outside of the door watching. This lady had a soft spot for me because she saw that a lot of the stuff that I was doing, I was not wrong, but I was being disrespectful. This young lady was not wrong for wanting her phone back, but she was disrespectful. At that moment, I had a saving grace because Ms. Grant, which was the public safety officer, came and she stopped because she saw the entire thing. She was watching it play out. Because she had talked to me and said, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. So I'm wondering what person, what teacher, what adult was trying to tell this young girl, you should not be disrespectful and be disrespecting this teacher, disrespecting this class. And she would tell me that. She had taken my CD player, because at the moment I was really big on Jagged Edge. Heartbreak Hotel, I believe, was the name of the CD. And I would listen to it all the time. I would listen to my CD player because that was my saving grace. That was my comfort. And she took it from me because I was being disrespectful. But I respected her because she came to me with respect. But I also had a household with my father who taught me about respecting. He was telling me that, you know, you respect your adults no matter what they do. The only thing for me was I'm going to respect you until you begin to disrespect me. Not so much as a child, but as a person, as a human being. So now we're back at this conversation with this young girl. So I'm quite sure the conversation would be different if this little girl would have beat the hell out of this teacher. They'll be mad at the little girl, but they'll still be looking at this teacher like, why you do this? Why? Like, I, I feel like a lot of the times we need to stop looking at just one side of the story because it's so systemic and it's so cultural and community organized because now you have a bunch of little kids watching what happened but nobody decided to stop or jump in to stop the fight nobody you have some parents saying if that was me as a teacher i would have be harassed too you have some parents saying where is the mama and then you have some parents saying, oh, I would have just did it this way because I shouldn't put my hands up. It's so many different conversations. And you have some parents who are like, well, that little girl's probably disrespectful. She blah, 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 blah. And you have some adults who saying this. And you have a lot of little kids who's like, that teacher should have did that. And you have some little kids who are like, but you're not, you know you're not supposed to have your phone. You shouldn't have. Because I'm quite sure some of her friends were telling her to put their phone away. Because now you go to the little girl and you're saying, what are you watching at home that makes you think that's okay? That video showed that these young kids have no respect for authority and they are reacting, but they're also reacting to all of the violence that we see these people doing to these kids, which is unnecessary. It is completely unnecessary. But at the same time, she's eight. I mean, she's in the eighth grade. Why is she watching that? What is she watching at home? So it's so many different conversations. And I know for me, this isn't just this issue with this student and his teacher this is a systematic cultural issue because now it's viral and it's live why haven't anybody called for this to be pulled down 
because now I want to put it in the white community. If you see this, guess what you having? You're having your doctors, your therapists come in and they're talking to the little girl. They're talking to the parents. They're talking to the teachers. They're talking to everyone. They're bringing this into a whole conversation for the community so that this does not happen again. And then six to 12 weeks, six to eight weeks, however long it's going to take, you're going to see the teacher and the little girl hugging and saying, I'm sorry, because in our community, we, you know, we inflame the conversation. But in a white community, oh, they're pulling this down. They're giving you therapy. They're having some people come in and talk. They're having counseling. They're going to have this little girl go to some type of rehabilitation clinic. They're going to have the teacher go to some rehabilitation clinic. And next thing you know, that white teacher will have a job somewhere else. That little girl will be back in school. And you'll have everybody in the school knowing if you do this, there's going to be a consequence. Because as a, as a child, we're going to make sure you, you can even bring your phone. It must be turned off. If you have your phone, they're going to start repl- they're going to start placing cameras. They're going to start placing security. You want to see all of this stuff done in these white schools. But because it's a black conversation, you have us being basically unprotected from the teacher and the student standpoint. So what do we do now? Because this is a really big issue because, you know, in the summertime, people start going crazy. It's getting more, it's getting hot outside now. So what do we do about this to fix the conversation? And this is where I bring in my perspective because this is my podcast. Do you see what I see? Why don't we have our counselors, our teachers and our therapists and our conflict resolution is coming in? Why don't we have conversations and talk about all these different things? Because our black schools in my hometown in Detroit. A lot of my schools no longer exist. They're gone, closed down because the test scores are down. Why? Because little black kids don't come to school. Why? Because little black kids, parents can't afford this, can't afford that. Why? Because the parents, it's it's systemic and it goes deeper than just this situation. I feel like this is just the bubble that bursts. Everything has come to a head. But as black people, we just pacify it and we're going to send this teacher somewhere else where she won't be identified. Or she's going to have to work somewhere else. And now she's going to be picked on even more because now everybody's going to try her. Because that's what comes from this. You will have a lot of people trying this teacher. She's probably going to have to move out of her city and her state where she was, hoping that don't nobody know who she is. But you're going to have all these teachers feeling, you'll have all these little kids now like, oh, this little girl got her ass beat by this fat ass lady. Now you're going to have a bunch of little kids trying to pick on these teachers to say, this is what I'm going to do if it was me. Now you're going to have a bunch of teachers getting picked on or might possibly getting their ass whooped or jumped because you're going to have a lot of teachers feeling like, I'm not going to do anything. If it was me, I would have just did this. If it was me, I would have just did that. Now you're going to have a bunch of people being hurt. Now you're going to have a bunch of stuff going viral now because at the end of the day, nobody is wanting to come down and really have a conversation with all sides and making this a big conversation with the community, with the school. Because this can change and turn around and redirect this energy. But where is that going to come from? Because you're going to still see black people, which is something that I look at with us. We're still living in this world of we got to blame the system. But we have the opportunity to change the system, change the community, and do something different that has not been done before. But instead, what do you see we're going to do? 
the same damn thing over and over again. You may have some schools and some communities that's going to change this. Those are the good schools that are backed by white money, unfortunately. Because they need their school scores and how the school looks with being so inclusive to have black minority students there that they have to come bring something. Because even if this was a good school with this teacher, you could, you know, it's a bunch of different things that come forth. But this teacher definitely was in a position where she felt like she had to fight because she had to set a standard. Because if she would have got her ass beat by this little eight, eight, eighth grader, you're going to have a bunch of people picking on her for the rest of her life. On the other side, you're going to have this teacher being picked on because she beat the shit out of an eighth grader. You're going to have a bunch of little kids trying to show, oh, this is what we, we going to do. This is what we going to do if this happened to us. Now you got a bunch of, of people being disrespectful because at the end of the day, this situation is tragic. And I know it from the perspective of that eighth grader who I didn't hit my teacher, but I did brush past her. And I did run into a situation because at the end of the day, it's this the same side of, of one coin. It deals with respect and it also deals with the black people in our black community. Not respecting authority. Say what you want about the police. They're still authority. And if you don't like the fact that their skin is white, then we need to start having more of us in the police force. But guess what? Nobody wants to be a police officer now because they have to deal with assholes. And then when they're not dealing with an asshole, they are the assholes. Our community and our world has a big, big issue with authority, but that comes par for the course because our authority have been abusing the system for a very long time. And there's a lot of us saying we can't stand for this shit. And excuse my language. I'm not saying it because I'm upset or emphatic with my with what I'm saying. This is something that I know will hit home. Because for me, as that eighth grader who once upon a time was being pushed or I'm not gonna say assault. It wasn't it wasn't that deep. But being that eighth grader who had this teacher who just had an issue because at the end of the day, I was being disrespectful and disruptive in my class. That was not the first time, but that was her final straw. Because I have didn't make fun of her, but I definitely disrupted her class. She wanted to be on Fear Factor and she did a video and I was making fun of her. I was taking the frog that we were supposed to be dissecting and was like, look, I missed like I was being definitely a very disruptive kid in my eighth grade class. But all of my classmates watched, the teacher watched, teacher's assistant watched, and she just had it, but she wasn't black, she was white. And she was probably like, I'm mad. I gotta I gotta make a point. And being a little black kid, I definitely could have beat the hell out of that white teacher. Because my thought process was to slam her ass on the table that we were getting ready to walk by. That she's swerving down and I'm the reason why it's dirty. But I didn't do that. But I definitely would have put my hands on it. So this is a conversation that I feel like the solution is not to just expel the teacher and expel the student. To take either one of them through the ringer. But now we need to have a conversation with the teacher the girl, 
the parents, the faculty, and the entire school. This is not how you handle a situation as an adult, but as a child, you're supposed to stay in a child's place. And I feel like every moment is for you to go viral and be disrespectful to a teacher. Now we got to have a conversation with the mom and the parents and the, the teachers behind closed doors. Then you need to have a conversation with the parents and the little girl behind closed doors. Now you need to bring in not so much as forceful teachers or forceful police or patrol. But there needs to be something done. Because this could have been avoided. Yes, you could say if the little girl would have just set her ass down and the teacher would have gave her her phone after class. Yes, you could say the teacher should have just gave her her phone and not even put hands on her and got another teacher. So many different things could have happened. However, at the end of the day, this is an issue because now, as Black people, we have a problem with authority. And that's because the authority who was supposed to protect and serve us has not been doing it. Those teachers who are supposed to protect and serve us, you see these male teachers assaulting these little girls, assaulting these little boys. Like, we got an issue. But at the end of the end of the day, as you would like to say, P-S-S-S-S, I definitely see this as the same coin. But it's two different sides. And in this, nobody won. Just follow me.